to start so, over? Yeah, so make, I don't even need to say what we no. are because it's just the intro. Yeah. Why, why, who we are and why we think you would be interested in our podcast. Okay. okay. You, why don't you tell us what okay. we're interested in the podcast? Uh, I'll t- I can handle who I am. All right. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Danielle Renshaw with Ruffle Willow Floral Design. Sarah Shepard with Burdock Farms Weddings and Events. So, yeah, Danielle and I want you to listen in on our podcast to learn how to have the wedding of your dreams with a budget you can afford, because sometimes we all get on Pinterest, don't we, Danielle? We do, and and we want it to be inspired by other things other than Pinterest, although we love Pinterest. We do love Pinterest. So, (laughs) yes. Just listen in to us every week and hear what we have to share with you. Our, we have 45 plus years of experience with yeah. weddings, planning them, designing them, having a wedding venue, catering, cakes, the whole nine yards. So, yeah, we are here to help you. We're uh, what we think are experts in our field and, and we want you to have your dream wedding without having the stress and the worry and being able to budget and afford it. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Okay. Now, you ready to do the podcast part? Yep. And I'm, since they're going to edit all this, I think we can just free range it. Okay. Let's just free range Because they'll tell us, right, if it sucks. Oh, right? yeah, they will. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to another podcast, Not Your Pinterest Wedding. I'm here with Danielle with Ruffled Willow. Hey, Sarah. How are you doing? I'm of good. Sarah with Burdock Farms. Yeah, we have a really good guest today. So, Danielle, you want to tell us who we have? Yeah, so we have Angie Gibbs with the Studio 3s downtown in Hopkins. Yeah, I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, Yeah. it's a cool little venue. It really is. Oh, thank you. I like it. Yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about the venue, a little bit about yourself. Okay. um, All the... All the things. All the things. Okay. Um, we have the Studio 3s. It's in downtown Hopkinsville, 201 East 9th Street. We're at the corner of 9th and Virginia, right in front of where a new bank is going to be, FNM Bank. So yeah. we're excited to have neighbors. We've had neighbors for a while, but they've been silent neighbors. So yeah. we're excited for that. We specialize in smaller events. So we're at a 70 seating capacity, so we can do formal seating for about 70. We have uh, linens that we do rent out, but we have a lot of people that do DIY things. So they come in running hot, really stressed, trying to get everything set up. So we help them through all that. So we have done birthday parties. We do lots of monumental weddings like 70s, 80s. We've had a 90 birthday party. We do lots of first birthday parties, uh, lots of bridal events, rehearsal dinners. We've done special events. We've done floral design with Willow. We're doing a charcuterie event coming up this week. Lots of paint parties. Tina and I operate the Studio 3s, Tina Rogers and I. And um, we also have a crafting business. So we do ceramics. We do paint parties. We do private paint parties. We do lots of things. So pretty much any smaller event that you can think of is perfect at the studio. I kind of brought up something that I think is a great idea that brides around here don't do as much. It's like bridal party 
parties. Yeah. So like not your luncheon, but your let's get together and do something activity together. I thought like those charcuterie boards or your paint parties would be a perfect, um, you know, place to do that. At yeah. Cause not everybody can go to Vegas or, yeah, the, or, or Nashville and do the, what's the big thing that they ride the, the tractors. The tractors. And stuff. Yeah. 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 And then you have to worry about getting the hotel room. You have to worry about transportation of a designated driver, all the things. So yeah, we've done several like that. We've done some bachelorette parties. They want just kind of a low key, but a private event. And there are a lot of people coming in from out of town. So they want to just be able to relax, you know, not have to worry about all the traveling. And it's a nice little quiet area. So they come in and, you know, bring it's their mother-in-law, their mother-in-law to be, you know, whatever. They pick a project, they come in and sit with us. They bring in their drink, they bring in their food, or we provide, you know, we'll do it either way. And they just kind of relax and have a good time. And they've got something that they can take back with them. And, you know, a token, a keepsake, instead of just blowing it away on booze or a bunch of Long Island teas. Yeah, a bunch of Long Island teas. Yeah. You know, or a hotel room or whatever. So they can actually. And then we offer shipping too. We actually have a lady last week that was from Texas. She's like, I'm not going to use this as my carry on. So we were like, we'll ship it to you. So, you know, things like that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And they like the aspect of being able to bring it in, you know, instead of we pretty much Tina and I both work full time, other jobs. So we're not there to kind of micromanage the process. We're like, you tell us what you want and we'll design it and we'll see if we've got a time spot available, that kind of thing. I think that's a really good point that she made about micromanaging the process. We don't micromanage either at our venue because I want them to feel like they have total control over what they're doing. And it really helps. It helps the event. It helps your stress level, I think. It helps their stress level when you own a venue, that is. So. Oh, I can imagine because you've got blended families and you've got, you, you don't know, you know, what they're used to or what their traditions are or any of that. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Yeah. Tell them what they can do, not what they can't do. Exactly. <laughs> you decide. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I like it. That's cool. I know you've mentioned you have a lot of DIY people. You've had a couple of small weddings there as well. What are some things or some tips that you could give people that are do-it-yourselfers. Absolutely. Well, the main thing I would tell them is time. They really need to give themselves the time. People will say, I want to rent your venue for a couple of hours. That's the thing we get most frequently. What will you charge us for two to three hours? I want to have a wedding. We want to have a this, that. And we really tell them, you know, you've got to lot yourself, at least even in our small venue, an hour to set up, an hour to clean up. That's if you're doing it yourself. So, you know, minimum is five hours. I would tell them, spend the extra 50 bucks an hour to get yourself, you know, because people come in, literally they come in just stressed, you know, because if you have a caterer and the caterer's late, you're behind. If you have someone doing a balloon arch and they got lost, maybe they're coming from Nashville or they're coming from Clarksville, you know, you're behind already before you start. So I would say, the best advice I could give is to lot yourself extra time and to not, you know, when you have a special day, don't try to do it yourself. I mean, there are people that are experts in balloon arches. There are people that are experts in catering. You know, don't have Aunt Sally make your hors d'oeuvres. You know, let them enjoy it too instead of I'm trying to do everything yourself. You know, you can prepare ahead of time. 
without stressing yourself out that day. So let the people that specialize in doing those things do those things for you. This is a special time for you. I, I think that's a great tip. Um, my wedding planner, which I got married, you know, 13, almost 14 years ago. And that was one thing we knew we wanted a wedding planner, but I also wanted to be involved. Y'all know yeah. me. I'm a control freak. Well, we all are. Yeah. <laughs> so Deborah, my wedding planner, made sure that I had like one project and it was like my project, my baby. And at the time, candy bars were really popular. Yeah. And so I had like full control over the candy bar. And that's the only thing I really messed with. Like everything else, like I, you know, I let her take over because like you said, on your wedding day or any big event day, you're so stressed and you're anxious and you're excited. If you've put too much on your plate on top of that, it just goes by so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, you want to enjoy it. And the other thing that I can think of too is the table linens. A lot of times people, when we tell them the price to rent the linens, they kind of gasp a little bit. But again, you know, we have 60-inch round tables, so those require very large linens that are not easy to launder. We have color choices on the toppers. You know, they're like, they're asking their aunt to bring three and their sister to bring two, and inevitably they don't match in color. Correct. Or they're not the right length, or they end up being stained, or they're wrinkled. You know, those kind of things. So I would say... Linen rental is another thing that really kind of is a no-brainer. It's something that you can really take a lot of stress off and have a beautiful. I mean, literally the way that the studio is set up, if you have a beautiful full floor length linen and a topper and a small centerpiece, a small floral centerpiece, that's all you need. Everything else is already ready there for you. So this would be really ideal for somebody that doesn't want to spend a lot of money on decorations. They have maybe a smaller budget and they still want it to be beautiful. And the photographs end up being beautiful because of the whitewash and the exposed brick and different things like that. And the lighting is really good. And the acoustics is really good in the building too. So we have a lot of people bring in their DJ. And that's another thing. DJs require a lot of time to set up. And I'm making this a commercial about the studio, but we have electrical outlets every four feet because the studio was originally renovated to be a beauty shop. So we're not poor on electrical outlets. So it's ideal for a setup for a DJ. And they need extra time. All your people need extra time to set up, especially we had this past weekend, we had somebody do a beautiful charcuterie grazing table on one of our bar areas. And the girl was doing a masquerade birthday party. It ended up being phenomenal, but she was very stressed. And, you know, maybe her vision had not really been relayed to him. So when he started setting up the grazing table, it wasn't what she had pictured. So he needed the extra time. And I think they ended up being really, really tight on time. But it ended up being beautiful. Linens are hard. I mean, I hate linens. I used to provide linens as well. You know that. I know. And I hate them. I mean. Me too. You can't get the wrinkles out. Mm -mm. I mean, I would have mine professionally cleaned and steamed. And they would still have wrinkles on them. Yeah. Yeah, when people ask me about linens because we require them at the barn, and I'm like, nope, I'm not in the linen business. I don't want to do laundry. There's lots of places you can rent them from that they'll be great, and you Mm -hmm. can get colors. And So that's good to know. I didn't know that about you all. I can send people to you all as well for linens if you're not using them. We do full floor-length white or black linens and then the toppers in five different colors. That's really something we've just added over the last little bit. That's a smart. One of the things we've had a lot of, around Christmas time, we have a lot of companies. Mm -hmm. They have a smaller employee base that want to come in and do their Christmas party. And they want it to look nice, but they don't want to spend hours making, Mm -mm. you know, figuring all this out. So... That's really why we added them was really for the Christmas parties. 
I think the time thing is a big thing. I have a wedding in December and uh, I'm allotted four hours for setup. Yeah, that's for. I mean, and it's a lot of tables. And, you know, when you don't have that time, you're ending up spending it somewhere else. Because things happen. mm -hmm. Yeah. So then you got to troubleshoot something you weren't expecting to troubleshoot. And I'm having to pay my employees. So I'm charging you more. At the same time, I'm having to get more employees because I've got the little time. So... If you can get time, time is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, time. And, and they don't have, think have about people don't think about that about the setup and mm-hmm. the breakdown. Mm-hmm. You know, they say, "Oh, we just need it for three hours." I said, "Oh, does that include your setting up and your cleaning up?" Yeah. Oh well, no, we didn't think about that. And I'm right. like, you got to include that in your time frame of what you want to do when you're renting the, you know, whatever, the venue or room or whatever. So, yeah. And I think too, it's kind of tough if you're trying to organize everything yourself, say you're um, the bride or whatever. And so there are the things that people want to bring in, maybe a large piece of furniture or some decor tables or whatever. So then, you know, they need to be able to walk away, leave and go to their honeymoon or go to, and not worry about somebody coming and picking up extra tables that they brought or linens that they brought or whatever, because, you know, we're a lot of times booking back to back. And so everything has to be removed. You know, you have to remove everything out of the refrigerator, everything out of the freezer. You know, we don't really, I don't know if you all ever talk about balloons and balloons may not be an issue for you all, but balloons are a big deal for us. Because helium balloons are inevitably going to go up into our rafters. Mm -hmm. So then we've got somebody coming in behind you. They don't want your purple balloons or whatever they want. And confetti, you know, I don't know how you all feel about confetti and glitter. and (laughs) No glitter. That's what I said. It's banned at Burdock. Well, confetti, if it's biodegradable. And there is biodegradable confetti out there. And they have to do it outside the building. They can't do it. Right. Nothing on the tables. We don't allow silk flower petals either at all. Most venues are like that. Yeah, so we uh, blend sometimes. I mean, we understand, you know, things happen, but... You know, and even, you know, people like to use the confetti in the balloons. And so those are going to sometimes fall. <laughs> yeah. But for the most part, confetti I mean, we try to be understandable. We're not, I feel like I'm going like on a tangent about what you can't do instead of what you can do. Well, we all have but, those. Yeah. And yeah. things happen. You just have to realize that. So, yeah. So what are some other tips that you can think of? Or what are some things that like brides and grooms and couples should know about small weddings, elopements, and that kind of thing that you well, Would you say 100% of yours are DIY? They do it themselves? Would you say? No, we have had some event planners that will okay. come in. And, and those are typically for rehearsal dinners. Okay. Rehearsal dinners for larger weddings. And they typically are on Friday night. Uh-huh. And we have had event planners, but they know to get the extra time. So typically we'll rent the entire Friday and so that they'll have time, you know, because a lot of times, like you said, there'll be something specific that the bride wants to do or the bride's mother or the groom's mother, you know, they want to provide this particular thing because that's what they love. So, you know, they may be, they may be flying in and so they can get there at two o'clock or something. So if we said, well, you can't get in till five, you know, that's not going to work. So, you know, inevitably we'll, an event planner, you know, you, you yeah. guys already know. So we don't usually have problems with that. But a lot of times people will want, you know, they're just not thinking about, you know, where they're going to stand. So really, you know, reach out to us and, you know, spend that extra hour and come and look around and let us ask you questions because, I mean, they've done it once. We've right. done it hundreds of times. Right. So spend the extra time with us, asking us the questions, letting us ask them, you know, well, where do you plan to do this? 
Do you want to have a head table? Do you not want to have a head table? Where's your buffet going to be set up? Do you want to, you know, we have a standard set up, but we know that doesn't work for everybody. So we can do, you know, in the center of the room, you know, just things that they've just not thought of. But we, you know, it's just automatically kind of like a punch list for us. You know, where are you going to do this? Where are you going to do this? So spend the extra time having the meeting. Yeah, I think that's a great idea too, is that you should meet with your venue beforehand. Obviously, you always go on your tours, your venue tours, but you should also try to go back once you've booked that venue and talk to them through about the logistics. Be respectful of their time, of course, but they're going to know things and know layouts of their venues that you haven't thought about. And I think that's a great tip too, um, whether it be a smaller location or, you know, a bigger location for your wedding. And I think another thing that people don't always, or maybe not always realistic about is the number of people that are going to come that are going to confirm. So people say, well, I invited 50. So in their mind, they're having 50. So they plan for us to have a setup for 50. And then they walk and they say, oh, well, only 35 confirmed. So I think being realistic about the people that are going to be coming, especially during the times that we're living in now. So you're even seeing that in a smaller, smaller events. Absolutely. Because I mean, I'm definitely seeing it big events. So yeah. Yeah. I I will say that what the norm before COVID, everything's changed, is that 75% of your people that you invite come. Okay. Um, and then after that, if your ceremony and your reception are in a different location, you lose 10% there. Okay. In that transfer. So that's always a good tip. And that's what I hear. But now, what do you think it is now? So I'm seeing different things. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people wanting to get out and party. Yes. And so people will invite, say, 300 and 280 or there. Yeah. Really? Like, okay. I, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of that. Now, I'm also seeing a lot of. And I hate to make it sound like political, but it's a lot to do with, you know, your political party and your stance on, you know, COVID. Because if you're more lenient towards, you know, the mandates, the mandates, you're going to have very strict people who wear their masks the whole time and Mm -hmm. have less people there and want some space. I've had brides both ways. I've had brides ask me to wear a mask in my team, and I've had brides ask me not to wear a mask Interesting. In my team. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Both of them are your venue, too. <laughs> 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 uh, and one of each. And we've been really respectful of, of both. Yeah, uh, you know, sure, of course. It's their big day. Well, and I was having my staff wear masks up until recently because they're serving drinks. Right. And their hands sure. are and on everything. Touching. So they're touching Yeah. Everything. If anything, it's made us more aware of germs and and, Correct. you know, that kind of thing. I said, yeah. I told, I told my family, I said, I bet restaurants are cleaner now than they've ever Ever. Been. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, you guys brought up something um, that made me think when you talk about, you know, serving drinks. So the way we do the Studio Threes is if you are going to serve alcohol, we don't provide alcohol or serve alcohol. But if you're going to serve alcohol, uh, we do require a day of policy. I'm assuming yeah. that you do that regardless of what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I already have my own liability insurance for that. So, because I have okay, and you're like, okay, so we have our liability insurance, but then we ask to be listed as additional insured and an additional policy that they secure so that that covers them as well as us in the event that someone leaves. Does anybody have a problem with that? Do you have brides and grooms that balk at that? We don't because probably. Our biggest competitor requires it at 100% of events. So we just require at Suite 16s, 21, those landmark parties, right. and then if alcohol is being served. Gotcha. Now, you know, you're going to have um, people occasionally that don't think that they're going to have alcohol and that it ends up turning into something like that. But, um, you know, 
after you've done it a while, you know which ones, you know, need to have. Well, it's, it's also to protect the client. Oh, absolutely. Let's also say that. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that's a 100% for them. That they need to think about is the protection of their selves and their, the things they have, their assets. Because um, you never think anything like that will happen. Right. But if, if somebody drinks and drives, and I don't know the insurance policy, but if they did, and then they, they're going to come for whoever they can come they for. They absolutely yeah. are. Yeah. Where the money is. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. the reality. That's where tell the money couples. is. couples. I said, look, I mean, I know in your mind, you're thinking, oh, a family member's not going to sue us and a friend's not going to sue us. It's not them. It's their insurance company. Absolutely. Their insurance company doesn't care that it was yeah. your wedding. The insurance company's going to go after whoever the heck they can go after. It could be you, your parents. You know, I, I say that all the time. And I know Brian Groom's kind of look at me like, but I, you, you, we've got to educate them, right? Right. In the business. That yeah. We're in. yeah. It's just a I'll, small price to pay yeah, for such I'll, a large benefit. When we get to the, Angie, I forgot to tell you that we do this. At the end of the thing, we kind of give a horror stories or real life stories. Okay. Yeah. Mine is kind of on that and I'll yeah. talk about it, but you think you know people and you think like your closest friends would never do anything, but you don't know nobody. You don't. <laughs> you don't know nobody. You don't. <laughs> true. It makes me sound so untrusting, but you just never know, mm-hmm. you know, how people are. They are. I think it's always a great thing to get policy. I know it didn't cover a lot during COVID. I know things didn't get covered as like we thought that they would. I know a lot of people had cancellations and they thought that insurance policy would cover it and it didn't Mm -hmm. because it's just, you know, what is it? Force, um, how do you say? Force majeure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like act of God. God, Mm -hmm. You know, things weren't covered. Yeah, they haven't covered COVID because I've asked. I've had so many reach out to me since COVID. I'm like, do you cover for COVID? Nope. Why, Why would I even be interested? in you then. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Why would I even recommend you right. to my brides and grooms? Because that's their concern. Yeah. It's COVID, not anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what's on the forefront of their mind. So what do you require as far as, do you require 50% deposit up front? To 35. 35. Okay. So we require full payment at time of booking. But, you know, it's a little bit different for us. And that's not usually a problem because that was something that we learned early on, yeah. you know. And then occasionally one will slip through and we haven't gotten payment. And then, you know, it'll be the week before. And we could have rented that time slot, quite honestly, two or three times over. So shout out to Michael Cutoff because he did my contract and it's solid. Like, right. <laughs> I think it is anyways. Yeah. But I only require a 20% deposit. But that's absolutely non-refundable. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It might it might sound awful, but like it's not you know, those are that's the cost of doing business. Do you think Disney refunded anybody when COVID hit? No, they didn't. They said you can come again at a later date. Do you think these airplane no, you can use your ticket another time? Guess what? You can use your wedding date another time. Yeah. Since you got shut down, not by me. Right. You got shut down by the governor. Yeah. So you can have it at a later time. I didn't have any complaints and I had twenty five except for three. I had problems with three weddings. I didn't have any. I had some great brides for 2020 and yeah. great couples. And we were able, if we weren't, we had a couple that fell within that first cutoff or the first uh, mandate and we had already had their flowers. And thankfully the town of Hopkinsville kind of stood up and were able to buy those flowers from me and hand high bouquets. And I was able to refund the couple their money. And that was two different occasions. But I mean. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because if the product's already there, I've already paid for it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And since COVID, now I have to pay for 50% of my product when I place the order. 
and I don't get that back from them either. So like, you know, it's, it has changed a lot of, it has changed a lot of things. Some for the good, yeah, some, some for the bad. Yeah. 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 There are things that you think about that you would have never thought about before. You just, you just do. Yeah. Questions you ask. Mm-hmm. We're going to Universal in January, and I've never in my entire life bought travel insurance, but I did this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I did this time because you just never know. Yeah, but, yeah. So, do you do a lot of elopements? I know elopements are since the judge Tribble doesn't do them anymore. You know, we haven't. But now that you, I hadn't even yeah. thought about that. We're not doing that. The little Chapel of Love is yeah. that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. we haven't typically. Yeah, I mean, I think we've had a couple of people inquire, but I don't think anything has ever materialized. Well, she and I are ordained to do Well, that is great to know. So if you ever need anyone, yeah. And I do them on the farm often, not a lot, but often. And I they just come out and we just do a quickie and they leave. I just did one this past weekend. I didn't know that. They didn't want anything from us other than a place to get married and somebody that could marry them, so. Joey has always wanted me to go and... To like market myself to Judge Triple as like doing like a I'm weekly here. bouquet. Well, you know? we'll tell her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let like her a, know. a weekly, you know, bridal bouquet or something so that they have some fresh flowers, you know. Oh, that's a cute well, idea. Because yeah, they don't want to miss out on everything. I mean, they, they want the pictures, you know, whether they're taken from. Yeah. But heck, y'all know. I mean, the iPhone pictures are just as yeah. good as some things that you can do. So. Yeah, for sure. So most of your weddings, are they couples getting married? For another, you know, this is another marriage forum. Absolutely. Okay. I would say the weddings themselves probably been a hundred percent that scenario. Interesting. Of course, the rehearsal dinner is a different story, yeah. but yeah, probably as I look back, probably a hundred percent. So, you know, but we have this, you know, we're able to accommodate, you know, that they still want to be able to walk out and people see them for the first time. So we have an area where you can do that. We have a lot of little nooks and crannies in the studio that can kind of be set up to meet your individual needs. Do you all have dressing rooms? We do not. We have one restroom and then we have a large room in the back. Gotcha. And then a closet that they can use. So, and it's it's towards the back of the venue. So it's it's somewhat secure. So uh, how many rehearsal dinners do you think you do? Is that like your big events or do you think um, birthday parties and bridal showers and stuff are? Birthday parties are probably our biggest. Of course, in the early spring, we do lots of graduation parties. That would be something that a lot of people utilize. And then, of course, always around the holidays, you know, people that have larger families and they don't have the space to set up for 50 people for family members, or they don't want to clean their house, or they don't have the parking. I mean, you you know, all the things. So we get a lot of my house. That's me. I don't either. (laughs) We don't have time to clean our houses. (laughs) (laughs) Or do our laundry. Or do our that's why. I don't do laundry right. <laughs> My parents are building a house and they didn't think to call the propane people ahead of time. Um, and they can't get heat until January. <laughs> no. And so they host our Christmas. So are you kidding me? We're hosting Christmas. That and, is uh, too yeah. funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things that they didn't think to ask yeah. because it was the first time right. they've done Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. You know? and, I mean, and I did tell them that about appliances because my friends who um, remodel houses, they had told me it, how you know they're really on backlog. Is that yeah? What, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. I mean, they had to wait twelve weeks to get their windows, uh, which they did get the like black paned ones, you know, that are kind of yeah. they're very hard to get. Yeah. So are y'all having trouble sourcing what you need? Are you oh. having sourcing issues? Yes. Yeah. Awful. Yes. Mine is horrible. Yeah. Um, my prices on Pro- my, mine's not as bad as hers, I know. My prices on my flowers are almost three times the amount that they were. Anything white is really hard to get. Uh, my two big weddings that are left are both white. Of course. Uh, of course. course. 
which is hard. Every wedding, I'm getting substitutions. If I order 50 varieties, I'm expecting 30 substitutions of those varieties. It is very difficult. Thankfully, we have kind of told our brides this and our brides and grooms have been amazing. A lot of times the way we work, we give you a quote and it has a list of some flowers, but we like to think that you trust our style and our design aesthetics that we can kind of add what we want to add. And that has worked out in our favor quite a bit because a lot of times these what they exactly wanted is not exactly what they get, but still the overall vision and the overall concept mm-hmm. is there. And and there again, that's important to trust your vendors and to know your professional vendors. And they know how to troubleshoot those yeah, things. Yeah, because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It is. Yeah. And more so now. It's just what we're going to live yeah. in. Every time we talk about something that happens, I mean, that's what the horror stories are kind of about. Right. They happen. And you might not even know it as a bride and groom. I mean, that's literally our goal when we do event planning is to make you think everything went off without a hitch. Right. You know, right. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, that's the whole goal is to keep you as less stressed and your family as little stressed as possible. So. so what is the busiest wedding season? I know when you and I talked for September, October. Okay. Because, you know, when we first started doing the studio, I just assumed, you know, June rides. And Danielle quickly said, no, Angie, it's early fall. It's fall. So are you seeing that since you've had your venue? Well, we are always so busy October, November, and December, but it's not usually wedding business. It's Christmas party. Ours is more in the spring and summer when we get the wedding business. And I'll tell you, I think why so many times, and you guys can probably attest to this, people are wanting to do um, outdoors. Yeah. But in April, May, and June, it's really iffy. You right. need to have a backup. That would be another thing I would say. Always have a plan B for, you know, something like that. If so you have you it. gotten some weddings because they were supposed to be Absolutely. outside? And or it's they, too hot. Or, or they called hot you to like the, at the last just, minute and said, are you available? Yes, gotcha. absolutely. Gotcha. So you've kind of become a plan B for people. We, could, we become a plan B. <laughs> We'd like to be the plan A, but plan B is good too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, because you're so dependent upon weather. Yeah. You're just like, everybody's checking out the radar. Everybody's looking a week or two ahead. Nothing you can do. Yeah. Um, No. That's a big lecture I have with all my brides that that book the tobacco barn. You have got to be okay with the weather, whatever it is. If the wind is blowing, you got to be okay with it. If it's raining, you got to be okay with it. If it's hotter than hell, you got to be okay okay with with it. it. Seriously. But the tobacco barn has coverage. I mean. It is covered. Yeah. But. You know, it's an old tobacco board, so it has those slits Slits in in it it. that allowed air to go through there and cure the tobacco. So, wind can come through there. Does rain usually come through? No, not unless the wind is blowing a certain way and it's like this. Yeah. If it's straight up and down. I think I've been there where there there was a a rain wedding, and I don't remember there being rain. Yeah. But I had a bride that got mad at me because I told her there were no bugs. Oh, I remember that. I was about to say, I knew she was going to say that because there's no bugs at Burdock. Do you all know that? We have none. Fantastic. I'm so happy to know that because I, I didn't know that. We're super sarcastic. Don't hold Sarah liable to that. <laughs> <laughs> there are bugs. <laughs> And snakes. <laughs> Nature. It is right. A farm. That's part of that's the like draw what, of being yeah. there. That's the why you're wrestling of the leaves, the, all the things. Yeah, you yeah. say you're a nature girl. And I wanted to say that. <laughs> well, you told me you were a nature girl, but uh, obviously you're not. <laughs> <laughs> we might find out if you told your groom that you're yeah. a nature girl and you're not. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was about to say. Like, that's what, me, what Joey got cotton into. <laughs> You're like, what? Can't they out? No, no, no. Oh, my goodness. I well, I have a nice big black snake that lives up there. He's a king snake. And he, oh. they keep rodents down. Yeah. Great. 
and they're not poisonous at all. But he is huge. And he freaks you out. He freaked out a bride one day. Woo, he was, yeah, he's like six feet long almost. Woo. He's like five. Okay. Okay. He's freaking me out. Yeah. I'm not a honey. I'm I'm You're going to need to put your king snake up yes. before I come again. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He usually stays away. I don't yeah. know why he was there that day. Right. He usually, you cannot see him. I usually see him on off days when people aren't up there. Yeah, yeah. He's been there quite a while. He's yeah, part of the family. It. That's right. He's part of the list. A sighting is extra. A snake sighting is extra. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're almost to that point, Sarah, where we can kind of talk about like our real life horror stories, that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, we kind of say an open book. Yeah, we sprung it on Angie. Yes. So she, she wasn't ready. But uh, do you want to go? Do you have anything? You know, you talked about and it is a good idea for couples, their planners, their whoever's doing maybe their florals if they want to bring them back to the venue to see the venue, to see the space, to see what they have to work with. You all, I had the whole fam damnly show up. I mean, it was like 20 plus people that wanted to see the venue. I was like, I was just like, and of course there were 20, not that I mind answering questions, but it was like, I was not prepared and they came between viewings and I had other things going on and they wanted my attention. And it's not really a horror story, but my point is think about, you know, if you do set up that kind of appointment with your venue or your wedding, let them know, hey, I'm, my whole family wants to see it. They haven't seen it. We're, there's going to be 20 people for that are coming. Is that okay? Yeah. It's more than fine, but let me, and, and then are you going to need me? Are you going to want my attention? Are you going to want me to, because then you kind of feel like an asshole because you don't right. <laughs> give them any attention. Yeah. But I was not planning on this. Yeah. yeah couldn't focus at all. What's your horror story, Danielle? So what I was going to talk about was kind of like, um, you don't really know anybody kind of thing. When I worked at a venue previously as the event manager, we had a really sweet couple and their family was like the sweetest. They really were a really sweet couple. And so was their family. And we were going through the end of the night and we always will pack up the gifts for them and put them in their car, you know, anything like that to help out. Because we have some downtime during that time. So we went to go do that. And we noticed that there was no cards, no gift cards at all. You know, nothing. And so we we didn't really think much about it, but we stopped what we were doing. We stopped putting them in the car because we thought that's kind of weird. And then we went to clean up and we were going to go kind of tell the family about it. And the other event planner and I were using the restroom and just happened to look over. And in the trash can were all these cards. So somebody, which turned out to be the maid of honor, <gasps> got all the cards, took all the money and the <gasps> gift cards out of them. Are you? Not kidding. Not kidding. That but, is a horse. That and is. A, I don't even. And how I did you talk yeah. that? How did y'all figure? Well, the brides found that out herself, but we didn't know that night. We didn't. Did later put two on, and two together. Yeah, later on. So we were, and it was at the end of the night and everybody was so upset about it. And this family literally would have given them the clothes off their back and, and to find out that that was somebody that was, you know, so close. Supposedly a friend. Supposedly a friend. So I learned from that as soon as the reception starts and everybody has found their seat, that is the first thing I do as an event planner now is I take those cards and I put them either with me or in a car or somewhere. Oh, that's somewhere. a smart idea. Because you know, you don't know, you know, mm-hmm. you, don't, you really you don't, don't know. You don't know what people are facing financially. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's Absolutely. going on. Not, you just, you don't. When people are put um, with their backs to a corner, people yeah. do things. So yeah. never drink. Well, this is why my daughter, Jessica, if she gets yeah. married. 
because you're going to do their wedding, you know. <laughs> you're doing it. <laughs> She's having no brides. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll just solve that right away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's like, we'll solve the drama, yeah. mother. Well, that one at your place that was the orange and teal that yes. was, I think is it was so beautiful. Pretty. She didn't have any. They didn't yeah. have anybody either. They didn't have anybody standing with them either. Nope. And it, it can was be, nice. It came so nice. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Lots, lots of lots. Yes, it can be very. Choose nice. wisely. Going around. There's another tip. Choose wisely. Choose wisely. Yeah. You know your friends. Yeah. Well, I wish you I know could Kathy's going to be drama. Story. Yes. <laughs> Had anything happened at the studio? People are well. I can one thing that I can think of, and this was totally on me, because. At first, when we were written out the studio, we were doing three blocks on a Saturday. Yeah. Yikes. So they were back to back to back. So we weren't giving ourselves the time that we needed, and we weren't giving everybody else the extra yeah. time that they needed. So we quickly modified that. But I have had an inexperienced event planner literally come in with her folks while I had another event going on. So that was really hard. And I wasn't there until it had like five minutes after it had happened. So I had to kind of mitigate that whole situation. And that was really tough because, you know, we're just one open building and typically people leave the front door and the back door unlocked. And so they just walked right in like they literally owned the place and kind of disrupted. It was towards the end of the event, but nonetheless, they paid for that time period and they needed to have. And, you know, we've had little things things like people getting sick. You know, we've had little things like furniture being broken, that kind of thing. But for the most part, we've not had any really big horror stories. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing. I'm okay (laughs) with that. A lot of our horror stories, I feel like, are I, I tell bad things about me all the time. Right. <laughs> things like I the sparkler know. thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I've ever told the sparkler. A, yes, you have. That's I hilarious. Have on here. Yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah. Is that's a good fun. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally on me. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go back to all the <laughs> and I'm gonna hear the story. They are, they the, are story. the funnest part. I yeah. go ahead and retell yeah. your story about my sparklers. sparklers. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Evidently, these sparklers have gotten moist somewhere in the transport or something. So I thought, right idea, smartest thing ever, let's light them all at the same time. <laughs> and then I can pass it out, you know? That's not how sparklers work. When you light it on fire, it's a torch. And it's like, almost like explosion torch. Yeah, and I so, mean, like, sparklers are like... already lined up. 3,000 like, degrees or something, I don't know. Everybody's lined up. And I am lighting these. So I'm running because I, I can't drop them. Because I can't drop them at the venue. So like my hands, you know, are like on fire. Yeah. And I'm like running. I I, I love a videographer, but I've never been so glad there was not, not a video. <laughs> never been so glad. It was super embarrassing. I, oh God, I think that should have been caught yeah. on camera. I feel like it was like, oh, you know, like labor, <laughs> Lady Liberty, like running with it. <laughs> Oh, let well, me be your event planner. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me gonna... tell you why I became an efficient too. This made me just think, I don't know why I'm, I thought of this, but I, I mean, it became an efficient because one didn't show up. She one didn't show up. Yeah. And they were scrambling and yeah. Well, eventually showed up two hours later and he was drunk. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, he they went ahead and he let him marry him because yeah. he was a family friend. I'm like, Okay, so I thought from that day, yeah, that's why I became an efficient. So, oh my goodness, step in like that. Story behind wow. the story. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> well, I think that's it for today. So, Angie, tell us where they can find you: Facebook, Instagram, all the things. Okay, tell us about it. We are on Facebook, the Studio Three S. 
We are on Instagram, the same name. You can uh, Facebook message us. We have our phone number on the front of our building. I honestly do not have it memorized, but um, the studio uh, 201, the studio 3S at gmail.com. I had to think about that for a minute because the studio 3S was already taken. So 201, the studio 3S at gmail.com. But the best way, honestly, is just to Facebook message us. We monitor that. Tina and I are both social media experts. Just kidding. But we do we do keep yeah. a close watch on that because a lot of people, we get more inquiries that way than we do by phone. It, it is amazing, isn't it, on Messenger and Instagram. Yeah. I get messages through Instagram. I, I need to do, I need yeah. to up my Instagram game. Yeah. I, mean, I absolutely need to. Well, there de- you know, there's certain days that people are on Instagram yeah. more than others. Right. I mean, she and I have talked yeah. about this and researched this. Yeah. So you need to be posting at those times or prior to those times when people... Well, I'll just watch what the two of you do and I'll just piggyback. (laughs) How about that? Mine's hired out now. So if I forget... Get you a 16-year-old. It's a full-time job. It's a full-time job. It is a full... Social media is. And my family... Well, we've talked about this too, but my family gets so mad at me when I'm on the phone and when they want my, you know... Yeah, my husband calls calls playing on your phone. I'm like, darling, there Uh -uh. ain't no playing. No. I'm working. I'm working. Exactly. Because I know none of y'all are going to do it right <laughs> <laughs> she, so my my social girl she just plans everything out she schedules it out for me so i try to do that I'm just, I'm just like, i still handle all my messages and all that stuff. yeah it, and most of the time i not most of the time a lot of times i give her the content on what to post about because she she's not in the floral industry it's great as hadley is and that's a, that'd be a whole nother podcast honestly social media management and yeah I'm that would be a really good that, that yeah. actually would be yeah all right. So, Sarah, where can we find you at? You can find me at burdockfarms.com, at Burdock Farms on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. We're on all of them, all the platforms. And you, how about you, Danielle? Same, ruffledwillow.com, ruffledwillow on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the platforms. Hey, I'm going to do TikTok. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we love, I love TikTok. I do She's TikTok really on my crafting page, but not the Studio 3s, yeah. but I need to. You, t- you should. She's really good at yeah. it. I'm trying to up my reels game on Instagram. Yeah. That is where, where it's at. at. Yeah. yeah. That's where it's at. So we've been trying to get our same sex couple on here. I know we promised you guys that for quite a few weeks now. But we will. We are going to get them. We are. It's mm. a couple that actually got married at our farm. Two gentlemen that are going to talk about the pros and cons of doing a same-sex, yeah. having same-sex wedding, and then all the challenges that they had to face doing that as well. Yeah. So, so we will, they're two hours away from us, so there's yes. a time difference yes. while we're trying to. And we want to go there. Yeah. Because I want to go, there's a lot of cool places to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We're going to make a filter. trip. Out of it. Yeah. <laughs> but next week we do have Callie Foster with yeah. CF Desserts. Yes. So we're excited to talk about cakes and I mm, promise not, not to bash her because she is all good. I, I have okay. never had a bad experience with her. So. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, feel, you did have I know, a cake story. I know, I'm a cake story girl. Usually the cakes... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was another good story. I got some good stories, you, you know. Do. Eleven plus years of this business. I'm gonna write a book one day. You're bound to have them. <laughs> I know it. All right. All right. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye.